It's the Too Dumb to Quit podcast with Jeremy McCall. He's dumb, way too dumb to even quit. So, you know, he has his own podcast now. Happy Tuesday and welcome to the Too Dumb to Quit podcast. Your pal Jeremy here just getting back from uh, South Texas. I was down in South Texas this weekend and uh, South Padre Island. Did a week's worth of kind of impromptu shows. Some A little bit, almost like a little bit of a rehearsal, just trying to remember how to do this. <laughs> And then I was up in Hideaway, Texas for a private show and uh, just had some beautiful weather and a great time and uh, glad to get back on here. Sorry, it's been a, a week or so, but uh, the forecast out there is crazy. Hope everybody is staying safe and healthy through it all. Um, and while, you know, I, I don't want to comment or get into the political realm of humanity and the things that are happening right now in the world, but I do want to address a certain way of thought that's happening, I think, and that kind of goes along with some of the circumstances. There are businesses out there that their business is controversy. Their currency is shock and outrage, fear-inducing belief, mongering bullshit that is enacted to, to make you pick a side. It's a 24-hour news cycle of a type of negative, fatalistic porn almost. And it's just a constant image and audio of distraction, controversy, political sabotage, one way or the other, injustice, all of the things in the world that inflame our emotions, that trigger those things in our body to react negatively to a headline or to a person or a political party, inciting people. And that is the business. That's their currency. So the idea I kind of want to attack today is that the world is in this crazy turmoil and it's as bad as it's ever been because that's where those news cycles want you. They have to fill 24 hours worth of news. And I haven't seen a lot of news um, or things in the press from peaceful protests with citizens and police officers praying together with people of all colors and backgrounds and silence holding hands. That's just too powerful. And that's my focus kind of on today's podcast of I've seen all the tear gas pictures, the photographers showing fires and looting and violence, garbage in, garbage out on the news and out out of the people who should be highlighting the good. But good news and good things don't sell memberships or apps or newspapers. Um, Our world or um, headlines do. And our world, this little blue planet spinning through the vastness of space is in constant turmoil solar flares meteors uv rays you name it the earth has survived it and it will survive us and we will survive us and yes look injustice fear hate all of those things exist aplenty in society not just in america all around the world but it is far outweighed by love and by faith just in each other look at how we come together and help when tornadoes you know, destroy parts of towns, when hurricanes erase cities, earthquakes bury metropolitans in rubble and people, we come together, we get back to fucking work, and we will after all of this, and this is a tough time, this is, this is reality, but it's not America, it's not the people I see every day on the road in cities in every corner of this country. People are good. People are happy. People are positive. And you have to spread the good. You have to be the good and continue to teach our children that doing the right thing is the only thing. And I talk a lot about Stoicism and Marcus Aurelius, and, I, and I'm going to go back to that on this because Marcus had a, had a great quote in his book, Meditations. that said, waste no more time arguing about what a good man should be. 
be one. And in times of turmoil and unrest, the ancient Stoics turned to finding meaning and opportunity in the madness, in the chaos. And there's opportunity in all misfortune and hardships to make ourselves better, to be a better version of ourselves for our family and for our children. And if I were, if I were to read you this headline, A Bloody War, Racial Unrest and Riots in the Streets, you might assume that it's a headline from today's 24-hour news cycle. But it's actually from 1968. And it was the year that shattered a fragile consensus that had shaped the American society since the end of World War II. It was a year when assassinations ended, um, you know, the last hope of a nonviolent civil rights movement, the creation of um, biracial political coalitions. The 1968 witnessed the coming of age of a baby boom generation that 76 million Americans were born between 1946 and 1964 who rebelled against tradition and all forms of conformity. And it forged, for better or worse, the world that we're living in today. And the 60s began with hope and optimism and policymakers and intellectuals celebrating the dawn of a new age. And the fragile harmony quickly began to fray young Americans took to the streets to protest uh, President Johnson's decision to escalate the war in Vietnam. African Americans had marched to end the Southern system of Jim Crow. Women fought against gender stereotypes that confined them to the roles of housewives. Hippies questioned the cultural assumptions that informed American life. And these political and cultural resentments simmering beneath the surface of American society exploded in 1968, and nearly every week was producing news of another big, earth-shattering, we're never going to be the same event. People believed it would never get better, but it did. People found opportunity in the chaos, in the madness, to bring change and inspire people to lead by example. And now that's what we're being caused to do again, to lead our children by example. Berating politicians, police, left or right-wing politics, etc. It's just teaching that them that moving forward instead of finding the opportunity to teach, finding our own ability to learn and listen, to shout the good news, to be the good news for our communities, for our neighborhoods. And if everyone was doing that, together we can protect each other with friendship and love. And uh, this is not easy, obviously, but teaching our children freedom of thought and to make decisions on their own. And these times are trying, but it's important to remember that they are fleeting. Just like the minutes are running off of our clocks as we speak, our own lives are slipping through the hourglass right now as we sit here, remembering our mortality of memento mori, remembering we will die, remembering we will all meet our end here on this planet, and that all we have is right now, in this moment, and each other, and how we react. And I wanted to share something I do every night before I go to sleep. This is, um, I learned this through the Stoic philosophy. And it's about the importance of making sure the books are balanced and checked every day on our own lives. So at night, as I lay down, I run through the events of the day and my reactions. And some of them I'm happy with how I reacted. And some of them I'm not happy with how I reacted. And sometimes I think, you know, I, I could have handled that better. So I make a mental note. Do I owe somebody an apology? Yes. Okay. Then I do it right then. If I need to go tell my wife I'm sorry how I reacted earlier today. I, I didn't really understand what we were saying. I was frustrated. I let them know right then. If I owe my son or my daughter an apology, whatever it is, I do it right then. I make it right at the end of the day if I wasn't happy with the reaction, and then I let it go. I don't dwell on the mistakes I made today. 
I do my best to make the note, the mental note, to react better, to use more temperance and patience when I act out of haste. And then I remind myself I'm only here for a little bit and, and I really to focus on what truly matters. I forgive myself for my errors and I move on. That's something that I never did before. It was very hard for me to practice, but with practice and doing it, forgiving myself for the mistakes that I made and moving on, forgetting the mistakes that I made, but keeping the lessons. So if we're blessed to wake up tomorrow morning, you remember the lesson and you practice again to be better, to demand the best of myself at all times and to stop the bullshit talk about being a better human or what it is to be a, a good person and just being one, being the best version of ourselves that we can possibly be. Action is what matters. Our reactions are what we can control. So focus on that. Balance the checkbook of your life every day and know that our end is certain and live every day as if it's all we've got. Small changes in our mind make big changes in our lives. Remove the stress, remove the worry, and shout the good. So thanks for jumping on here um, with me today, guys. I'm super excited. I'm headed up to the Northwest uh, later in the week, and I've got a special um, multiple uh, podcast coming up for you too. A lot of people have sent me um, messages about the four agreements that I did. So I've got one coming like that. It's going to be a, a either three or four part series, uh, diving a little deeper and just finding things that we can use every day, like the four agreements. So if you're enjoying this, make sure you share it with your friends, head over to uh, my Instagram at too dumb to quit. Uh, you can follow that one or at Macomb over on Instagram Make sure you check out jeremymccomb.com. I will be in Idaho, uh, let's see, June 13th for the reopening of Nashville North up there in State Line, Idaho, which I'm really excited about. So should be a great show, should be a great time. And uh, also very excited to be bringing you guys um, updating the podcast. We're working on stuff right now to get the video, to get the whole channel up, and the new website where you'll be able to stay up to date with all this stuff. We're going to have merch and swag and all that good stuff. So if you're enjoying it today, uh, shout the good, spread it with a couple of your friends, and uh, can't wait to see you guys out on the road very soon. Take care of yourselves and each other, and shout the good, people. Um, love y'all. <laughs>